When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What state fair food are you most going to miss this year and why? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Oh, I just thought of what mine is. Yeah, I mean, there's so many right now. And I just thought you guys, I know we're do- like some of you uh, bitches got those tickets to that roll up, roll through the fair parade food thing. Roll up. Roll up. Fair roll up. And uh, most of us didn't, though, because y'all had to be so quick to the draw. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And I just thought, I bet there are just going to be, because then there were, there's all these things where, yes, and I, and please don't call and share this information because I, I can Google and I'm grateful that if I want cheese curds or Prano pups or corn on a stick, I can go. You know where to find them. I can go find those things. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm not even going to do that because. It's just not. It's just not going to be the same. It's not the same, you guys. Like having that bologna sandwich in the oh. My Talk One Hundred Seven One Fair Booth experience. I'm just going to miss that this that year. I'm going to miss my bologna sandwich. That's our thing because that's exact. Like my mouth just tried to taste that. Right. And you can feel the sensation. Oh, of it's that a big, big honk. Thick piece of bologna. And that comes courtesy, by the way, of Stephanie March. She's the one that put us on to that. The uh, bologna sandwich. Oh man! At, that what building good. was that? That's it's at like that food court now. Oh, I yeah. can't remember what it's called. It starts with an N. Well, it's just at a little stall right by the Kitty yeah. Land. Yep, across from the Kidway. Yeah. Um, but I can't. Oh shoot! I can't remember. <sighs> uh, I'm gonna look it up because because it will do us no good this year. But at least we'll know. Um, but it is my favorite thing at the Minnesota State Fair, and it's. A sad, sad fact that we cannot have it right now. Uh, 651-641-1071. Give us a call and tell us what food you're going to miss the most at the Minnesota State Fair. Holly, do we have any callers? Yes, we have Annie on the line. Hi, Annie. Annie, what are you going to miss the most at the Minnesota State Fair, food-wise? You know, I think this falls kind of in the bologna category, but it's a fried egg sandwich that's outside the horse barn in the Coliseum. Oh. It's on a soft hamburger bun with good sausage and the egg that's done on those really hot griddles. Oh. 
It's just the best. Oh, that, that sounds, sounds amazing. Real I good. don't know that experience. Next year. Next year. Okay. Definitely adding it to the list. No kidding. Thank you for your call, Annie. Oh, that does sound good, though. And now we can't have one. I do love the scotch eggs, too. Yeah. At the fair. Mm-hmm. Although it's been a while since I've had one. I'm having this thing happen in my life a lot lately. And I, I wonder if other people are, too, with kind of the COVID stuff going on. There's a lot of things that I miss that I didn't do often. Does that make sense? So, like, I will, um, it's not like I went, it's not like the scotch egg at the Minnesota State Fair was something I went to grab every single year. I didn't. But now you want it because you can't have it. Exactly. And I have things like that all over the place, right? Like, you know, oh, man, I just really. Netterfields, by the way. Is that what it's called? Netterfields is the place that has the bologna sandwich. So stinking good. Yeah. Um, It's like thick cut bologna. Oh. Okay. okay. All right. So that, so that was, was a, a whole moment that just happened. Carol's on the line. Okay. Hi, Carol. Hi, Carol. What are you going to miss at the fair, honey? Hold on a second. I mean, you got to. Hello? No, Is it's Carol me. There? I'm messing Hi, up. Hold on. I've got, got, got bologna on the brain. One I, moment. Okay. Okay, then. Um, is Carol ready yet? Yep. Hi, Carol. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Hi, Carol. I'm here. Um, no, Holly was screwing up. It wasn't you, honey. Don't worry about it. Um, Carol, Carol, what are you going to miss at the fair this year? I miss the cinnamon rolls in the food building. Mm. They're big, fat cinnamon rolls. Oh, that sounds Yum. so good. How many do you get in an order? Well, usually it's my first stop in the morning, so okay. it fills me up. Usually one, but I go to the fair like five or six times. So, so you get your fill of, of the rolls. cinnamon rolls. Oh, Carol, thank you. I, <laughs> I didn't so know good. about that one, but that's one to put on the list. I'm right? also going to miss my, oh, where is that? There's a frozen custard place right by the exit or entrance where mm-hmm. we go to catch our shuttle. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to be able to have one of those because there's always one day where I would just like grab one on my way out. Mm. Oh, and get a malt, caramel malt. Oh. oh, what about that? I mean, this one's a silly one to get like sad about, but my little kombucha that I would get yeah. on the way over to the booth. Yeah, absolutely. And the fried or the fried peach. It wasn't a fried peach. The grilled peach. Yeah. From the produce exchange. And they put oh. like feta cheese or something in that. So good. Goat cheese and Goat honey. Cheese, oh, yeah. so good. Oh, it's really sad. Um, this is like torture. Why are we doing this? Because just be we just have and, like, to do it. it. Okay. I also just the dairy building, the dairy barn or dairy building Sunday, that experience. Remember last year? Didn't mm-hmm. we oh. were responsible mm-hmm. for last year's? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We owned that. Flavor yeah. Oh, the fair. Yeah, that was big. Um, Holly, the birthday batter. Do me a flavor. Blast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was Sadie's frozen custard is the other place I was thinking of. Do we have another collar, Holly? No. Oh, fine. Rude. That is rude. The other things I will miss, but like, you know, so I know there there's a place that's doing um, roasted, like a corn roast in a parking lot mm-hmm. um, so that you can have it's your state same. fair experience. It's the Untits or, un, how do you say Excuse that? Excuse me. All righty then. Untits, Untites, mm. Untites. Okay, keep going. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, enjoying this. <laughs> They're a yeah. farm, and they're the ones that do the the corn roast, and they're going to do it in a parking lot somewhere in the Twin Cities. And I just thought, like, I can roast my own corn. I, I just feel like if I went and got that corn, I'd be like, womp, womp. Because you're sitting in a parking right. lot going, is, this isn't the fair. It is. It's one of those don't know what you got till it's gone type yeah. situations yeah. where, uh, you know, okay, can 
can can we be like can I be like super honest? I the fair drags for a while sometimes when you are there every single day. So like by the end of the fair, I would be like, I don't want to see another Pronto pup <laughs> for another year. But I always knew a year later there would be another Pronto pup. And so not having that this year, it is like I I am feeling the the sadness of missing it. I I think we all I mean we all are, but even if you're not a person who super loves the fair, yeah. There's stuff you will miss mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. We got oh, a few the more. blue barn. Oh my no! gosh, I'm going to miss the french toast. Okay. Oh. Who's next? Well, we've got a few more callers. Abby's on the line. Hi Abby. Abby, what are you going to miss the most? I'm going to miss the fried pickles. Oh. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I love those fried pickles. They the one the over by the Sky Ride or the Sky Glider, whatever it's called. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. <sighs> They'll be there for you next year, okay? Yes. Thank you. Oh, fried pickles. Who's fried next, pickles. Holly? Jill. Hi, Jill. Jill, what are you going to miss most uh, food-wise at the fair? I'm going to miss the big fat bacon, <gasps> and my husband is going to miss the loose meat turkey sandwich that's right by the all-you-can-drink milk mm-hmm. oh that is a good one that turkey sandwich yeah is so so good and isn't it like right on the outside of the like turkey barn yep it's right there yeah yeah so you can go see what you're depressing see what you're and eating. you were you were just talking about untied corn they're gonna be at the barnes and noble and maple grove on sunday from like 11 to 1 all right so you just can get your untied corn roast corn yeah, you can get corn, and you can also order ahead and, like, order some to bring home with you. Oh, that's cool. That is kind of nice. Yeah. Thank you for that hot tip. Thank you. You as well. Did you think she meant, like, you could actually order, order ahead? <laughs> well, I was, you know what I was honestly thinking about is the Princess K heads. Oh, God. And no, because you, can you buy know a what they bust. do a lot of times with those butter busts is the Princess K will take her head, her butter head, back to her city. For a corn feed. And they'll have a corn feed. So I was thinking, like, yeah, get ahead Don't you of just, The sound of a corn feed. We're corn... so such city folk that, like, when somebody says, like, a corn feed, I just imagine, like, all these yokels around a big, like, plastic trough, like, go <laughs> mowing down cobs of corn. Like, I know that I'm the idiot so in this classy. equation, but, like, like, hey, pass me another piece of corn. <laughs> Also, I love the idea that people who don't live in the city magically have southern accents. Well, you know. Uh, do we have any other callers, Holly? We gotta get going. Okay, fine. We'll okay, fine. Okay, fine. Um, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... I love corn, show, by the way. I love farmers. I love rural areas. When we come back on the... <laughs> I just felt Holly. like I needed to say that after I just was an ass. So... <laughs> Bye. When we come back, I got to get caught up on Brittany. We got to get the Cobra Gang together. Yeah. By the way, speaking of the Cobra Gang and the State Fair, real quick, the unfair T-shirts this oh, year. Yes. My Talk 107.1. Go to mytalk1071.com keyword unfair, and you can get yourself your very own Cobra Gang T-shirt. Holly and I are sporting them today, which is appropriate because we're going to get the Cobra Gang together when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Uh, such a great song. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. 
streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up, Beatrice? Um, and uh, you guys, we got to get the Cobra Gang together. Mm. Whenever there's trouble, whenever there's trouble, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. What do we got to talk about? Because I missed some stuff. I was gone for a couple of days, and I know some stuff went down in Brittany Town. It's getting hot in Spears. No, I don't know. Okay, tried something. <laughs> Didn't work. Um, so, Jamie oh, Spears, tried. there was a headline, and everybody got kind of bent out of shape because they were like, Britney's sister, Jamie Lynn, secretly named trustee of Massive Fortune. Pew, 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 pew. Which is, that was a big deal and a very salacious head t- headline. Yeah, but it happened in like 2018. Oh. So, I'm not sure that really there's a ton here, here, but here is the story. Britney Spears' sister, Jamie Lynn, uh, is the trustee of a trust... That holds the... Mm, makes sense. Right? Because otherwise that would be weird if she was like the trustee of, I don't know, Kentucky Fried Chicken? I mean, I would definitely be into that. Oh, she would probably know the secret recipe. Yeah, right? Oh, now I just want chicken. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so she already has, um, since 2018, had some say over her finances, being named as a trustee of her estate. And what I should say is the way I understand this, and I am no uh, trustee person, I don't have any particular information, but the way that I read it, essentially, um, this is like a trust that is apart from or part of the sort of whole world that is the Britney Spears empire. This is not the conservatorship. And I think a lot of people read this headline and assumed that Jamie Lynn Spears was essentially taking over for Jamie Spears, right? right? But this is just the um, trust that uh, essentially holds her vast fortune should anything happen to her. So if Britney Spears goes bye-bye in the car car, which at some point she will because we all do. do. Um, this, uh, Jamie Lynn will be the one responsible for maneuvering money around to protect her empire so that her children have a future, teach them well and let them lead the way, but mostly just have access to this big fat bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, so now she's apparently request the, the recent development is, uh, from a court filing last week where she's asking for control of some money in that trust fund for Britney's children and she wants to move some of that money into accounts for which she is the custodian. So if uh, this is approved, that will take some of these assets from the fund to those accounts, blah, blah, blah. It's just like stuff on the back end. There's nothing really that shocking or earth-shattering about this. Can I ask a question? While I was gone, when this news uh, came out, did the Cobra Gang uh, do any of the footwork or think work on trying to figure out why it was important to share that story now, right? Because the fact that that came out now when it has been in place for years, to me, there's got to be something there, there. Well, it's the there, there is that the this paperwork was filed and then the paperwork was dropped. As to why the paperwork was dropped, meaning somebody found out about it, mm. that is up for debate. But what I will say is at the very same time we were talking about that, um, and Holly 
this story in particular you brought to our attention earlier this week. Uh, we learned that allegedly, supposedly, people exclusive. That means, you know what it means. You can tell us. Call is coming from inside the house. Somebody from Britney's camp has fed this to People magazine. That Britney dreams about the conservatorship ending, but it's not very realistic, right, Holly? Yeah, and that she needs to be surrounded by people who look out for her. Well, who would that be? Somebody like a sister? Yeah. Jamie Lynn Spears? So that's the thing that that's what I'm kind of stuck on is I I think that there my suspicion would be that on the part of Jamie Spears, the father, who's the conservator, that it but that perhaps a strategy that he may be trying to employ is trying to appease the public. By saying, see, it's all on the up and up. Jamie Lynn, her sister's in charge of the trust, you know, kind of planting these stories or having them trickle out in such a way that it takes the heat off him being the one that's holding all the strings. And right? what I what I will say is that this people exclusive, it does say, though, that like Brittany doesn't really want her father involved, but that she still needs somebody involved. So, you know. Again, whether it's the father, whether it's Jamie Lynn, whether it's somebody, it's clearly somebody who has a vested interest in the continuance of the conservatorship, mm-hmm. even if her father is not running the thing. And the thing that we did talk about uh, also this week is that um, Brittany is not, by all accounts, asking for the conservatorship to end. She may want it to end. But all she has asked a judge to do is essentially remove her father from the position of making all the decisions. Um, And so that's where you kind of don't know, like, what else is going on behind the scenes. But clearly some stuff is going on because people are talking out of the side of their mouth to People magazine. Right. Which, you know, isn't for nothing. Nobody just goes, hey, let's just give people an update. No. Yeah. It's also not the first time uh, her camp has... uh, chatted up somebody over at ye old people magazine yeah yeah for sure we've been getting those sideways stories for quite some time Uh about britney spears Mm -hmm. when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we've got some dumb people doing dumb things we call them crazy stupid idiots we're going to tell you about them when we come back on the colleen and bradley show right here on my talk 1071 stay right there yeah stay right there this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hi. We've got these dumb people doing dumb things. Uh-huh. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Oh, alrighty then. Um, for our first story, we are going to go to Florida. I hope you guys have not told the story of uh, Russell Wood, 51-year-old Russell Wood. I don't think so. He was uh, at the Ace Hardware in the Tampa Bay area in Largo. Okay. And he um, 
he is a crazy, stupid COVID-idiot. Okay. What does that mean? That means he did something dumb related to coronavirus. Yes. And what he did that was dumb is he was refusing to wear a mask. Okay. Mm. That's getting old. Yep. It's getting old real quick. Um, It's sort of like this. Um, For example, at my house, when my children come in and they take their shoes off, I say to them, the expectation is that you will put your shoes away when you come into the house. You don't just leave them on the floor in front of the door. Yeah. And then the next time they come in, if they leave them in front of the door, I say to them again, the rules haven't changed. Please put your shoes away. And then the next time they come in, it's the same, right? So when a rule is a rule, you just follow the damn rule. Okay? Yeah. Follow well, he the didn't damn rule. want to. And at the hardware store, they were like, you need to go. And he was like, I don't want to go. So what he did next is the thing that makes him a COVID idiot. Can you imagine what it was he did? I mm. uh, licked something. No, he turned around and coughed directly in the face of a male employee at the Ace Hardware. Oh God! And then he took a small step backward and slapped the victim with the backside of his hand. So first he coughed on him, Why? and then what? he backhanded him, and then he was ushered out of the business. Now, on the way out of the business, he then also struck a customer in the face as well. Then he threatened to burn down the hardware store. Once they got him out of the store, he fled on foot. However, the Largo Police Department um, were able to uh, track him down. Uh, and he said that he w- was defending himself, but he did strike the guy. But he was doing it in self-defense because he didn't um, want to How does that mask. work? I don't understand. I don't know. Also, he inexplic- inexplicably has purple hair, which people do. I've done it. He just, you know, there's just like a big tuft of purple hair on 51-year-old Russell Woods. Yeah, maybe he's bored, you know, it, in this moment. Everybody's been doing some weird stuff because what else are you going to do? what else are we doing? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What do you got, trainer? Uh, well, I want to take you to Alabama. Oh, thanks. I'd love to go. I don't think I've ever been. Um, I don't think I've ever been to Alabama. Have I been to Alabama? I might have driven through Alabama for like five seconds on the way to Texas. Mm. Um, that's entirely possible. Or no, that was Mississippi. I don't think I've been to Alabama. You just anyway, hit up a little corner of Alabama. Little corner of Alabama. Mm. And I want to tell you about a man named Joe. And this man named Joe, uh, I actually don't. They call him Alabama Joe. Alabama actually. Joe. In fact, they do because... Um, I, I don't know his name, and it really doesn't matter. Um, his name's Charles, Patrick Charles Bishop. So basically, I do know his name. Cool. Um, so Pat, Pat was really bored, and he came up with this, like, great way to sell some money. Sell money? Wow. <laughs> what does that mean? He was going to make some money, actually. <laughs> um, and the way he decided to do it was to whip something up in his kitchen. Oh, you know, we wanted to be crafty, okay. do something, make something at home. And he came up with a uh, cancer-fighting suppository. What? What? In his kitchen? <laughs> yep. He decided wow. to make suppositories Mm-mm. in his kitchen that were marketed as cancer treatments. Now, 
he actually was able to come up with like $600,000 worth of drugs from China. Wow. Uh, and then mix these with the suppositories. And um, the problem was they they knew something was wrong when some of the people uh, went to unpack their suppositories. Oh, no. And they found like pieces of hair. Ish. And it's like stuff. It was just like kind of just thrown together. It didn't look like a very professional suppository. So um, also, yeah, it's just, it's pretty crappy if you think about it. Okay, Um, that was cute. But he literally was making suppositories in his home with chemicals purchased from a manufacturer in China that he paid $600,000. Apparently, he assured the manufacturer that he was just going to be doing some research in his kitchen in Birmingham. and uh, I don't feel good about this whole thing. The facilities, uh, his kitchen, were not sterile Mm-mm. and did not comply with current good manufacturing processes. The, the, mar- or the products called PNC27, apparently that's some sort of um, alternative medicine business. Hmm. Uh, anyway, he sold these drugs to Hope for Cancer, a holistic cancer treatment center with clinics in Mexico. That's awful. Yeah, so people were actually buying these things thinking that they were going to do something. Luckily, uh, the government found out about this. US so Attorney's what happened Office. in the end? <laughs> well, he was flushed down the <laughs> toilet of justice. <laughs> And is facing 15 years in the can. Okay. (laughs) There it is. And a $250,000 fine. I bet they just plopped him right in jail. Okay. (laughs) No? I'm just trying to think of something else. I'm just wiping away his future. Oh, oh. He's going to be on skid mark row before you know it. His winning streak at life is over. Uh, He did roll over, though, when arrested by authorities. All right. Next, we're going to go to, where are we? We're going to Melvindale, Michigan. I ask that most days. Where Uh, are we? Michigan? Okay. We're going to Michigan. We're going to Melvindale, Michigan, and we're going to meet a happy couple named Alicia and Derek Trailer. Hi, guys. Not trainer. Not trainer. Trailer. They got married on Saturday night. Um, They had a very COVID safe wedding. It was outdoors. It was socially distanced. Um, The two of them, the sad part is, it's so sad. They They had been meaning to get married the year prior, but Derek had... A pretty serious accident at a family member's birthday party. Oh, no. Um, and so they put the wedding off. So the long story of it is, basically, this is a wedding that they have waited a long time for. And uh, they finally made it happen. They had uh, some family members there outside, like I said, socially distanced. Um, and you may be thinking to yourself, where's the crazy, stupid idiot in that yeah, story? Yeah, where's the crazy, stupid idiot? Sounds like a party to me. The crazy, stupid idiot is the people who rolled up to this outdoor venue. And while people were distracted with the wedding, they stole all of the gifts. Oh, no. To this couple's wedding. How horrible. Isn't that awful? Uh, we still don't know who did it. But those idiots... 
I hope somebody's done like a GoFundMe or something or like a gift thing so that they can get some gifts. Well, so here's the thing. There were three women that were at the wedding and they were asked to bring the gifts into the house, um, but they never made it into the house. They put the gifts in their car and then they left. Oh. And apparently, so the couple has kids and... um, Friends are saying the couple is really showing their kids how to handle the adversity with grace. Um, they said, you know, they're just trying to keep it positive. Um, they have set up a GoFundMe page or friends have set up a GoFundMe page uh, to raise money for the couple. And you can donate. They've raised $1,760 of their $1,000 goal. So congratulations to them on their yeah, marriage. Good. And I'm sorry that it got off to such a rough, rocky start. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, hey, what'd you guys do while I was gone for well, a, a little game? of this, a little of that? All right, fine. We're not going to do a little of this, nor are we going to do a little of that. We're going to actually play the throwback live. Life. When we come back on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.